Another good look at the other end a moment ago for the Suns. Can't afford that if they're going to get back into the ballgame. Brunson, man, he put the Suns in the weight room. Their offense just is not functioning at a high level. On the Devin Booker point, as Luke is able to turn the corner with no resistance whatsoever. Booker blitzed. Swing it around, weak side, inside, great passing. That's the best sequence, J.J., they've had maybe the entire game. Well, Mikel Bridges is fighting around screens. He's seeing a lot of hits. Bullock hits one from the corner. This is interesting to see your daily sports podcast, news, narratives, takes occasionally gambling, perhaps fantasy at some point as well. The Mavs put a whooping on the Suns. Luka Doncic. Really good. Really good basketball player. Good night of playoffs. Couple series closed out last night in the NBA. One in the NBA, one in the NHL. We will get to that. Jimmy Butler had thoughts on the current status of the Philadelphia 76ers and their recent team-building strategies. Jimmy Butler moving on to the conference semifinals. But we begin today in the National Football League where there is news. And rumors and a bunch of things happening. Yesterday, the NFL schedules were released. The winner of the schedule release videos. I have not seen them all, but it's not possible for anybody to have released a better video than the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm going to play it in the background here because all of you people, I don't want to get banned. You can find it on Twitter. Here it is. They did an anime video. Now, there are a couple things to note if you're watching this. They did not pull punches. They did memes and they made fun of teams in a way that like is would have been way over the line and people would not have allowed recently. Specifically this thing. There's a pirate ship for the game against the Raiders. I want to point out two games. So that's Mahomes. Here we come. Okay, Patrick. Do we recognize that photo right there? That's the Jaguars. They're saying they played Jaguars in week three. Yep, that's Urban Meyer touching that girl's butt. It's a Jaguar dressed like Urban Meyer in a bar touching a girl's butt. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is that the only thing they did like that? No. They're the Texans. In this one, against the Cleveland Browns, it says, redacted on advice of our lawyers, which is something that happens in anime occasionally. It's a joke because they weren't going to talk shit on Deshaun Watson being perhaps a sexual predator. Man, they murdered it. This is unbelievably hilarious. Detroit's was good. Uh, Phillies was okay. It wasn't a... No one gets close. I, I highly doubt anyone will be even close to this at all. Unbelievable work there. Some interesting scheduling notes. The Kansas City Chiefs have a historic schedule. They will play, for the first time in NFL history, a team will play its first eight games against teams that had winning records the year before. Other interesting facts that I thought were funny. The NFL is straight up going for the NBA's throat. So the NBA had owned Christmas Day. Christmas Day falls on a Sunday this year. The NFL has got to play on a Sunday, of course, and they are not having it. So here are the games that we think. Here are the games that are released on Christmas Day. I don't believe the, the NBA hasn't released their Christmas Day schedule. But the NFL has scheduled teams on Christmas Day that are going to be directly competing with some of the most famous NBA teams. 
So the Dolphins will play the Packers on Christmas Day. That's the Heat and the Bucks. That's Giannis and Jimmy Butler, man. That's a big one. The Broncos will play the Rams. The Broncos will play the Rams in L.A. That is Russell Wilson and Matthew Stafford. Oh, shit. That's the Lakers and the Nuggets in the Clippers, but the Lakers and the Nuggets. That's the two-time MVP. Let's put up the Barstool Big Cat here tweet so you can read along. And the Bucks are going to play the Cardinals. Tampa doesn't have a basketball team, but the Cardinals do. The Phoenix Suns, who are also really good. So the Lakers, Suns, Nuggets, Heat, and Bucks in their market while playoff races are going on are going to play those teams. And all of those teams uh, look to be really good and in the playoff race with a couple games left in the season. I think there are there's usually one or two games left after Christmas. So that's going to be crunch time. Unbelievable. They just have such disrespect for the other leagues. Like, hey, you want to screw with us? Fine. Let's play. The Jaguars will not be playing on Monday Night Football for the, for the 11th consecutive season. The Detroit Lions have zero primetime games. They have their own game, which is, a, which is Thanksgiving, of course, but that game kicks off at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They have no primetime games. They earned it. Nobody on the team is interesting except for the coach, and they have sucked ass for four consecutive years and have been below average for years prior to that. Other interesting things from the schedule? I don't know, man. Not a ton. I mean, stuff happens. It's the schedule. People are going to predict. They're all going to go 0-17. News from the NFL. Wide receiver Jerry Judy was arrested on second degree, which is a misdemeanor charge of something like child endangerment tampering or something to that effect. You can look it up. He, his baby mama stole his phone and was looking through it. So he stole baby formula and her wallet and locked them in his car to get his phone back. And he was arrested. So not a great look for him. Uh, let's move to the Kentucky Derby winner. Rich Strike. Rich Strike has pulled out of the uh, Preakness, which he should do. Shouldn't run in anything. He has decided, his his trainer, Eric Reed decided not to run in the Preakness because they're too close together, which is a great way to say, like, yeah, what if we lose? Maybe he'll test positive or something. I don't know. But he is going to focus on the Belmont, which is further down the road. He rode, the trainer says, I don't like to run races this close together. Fair enough. If that's your if that's your vibe, to me, it feels like you're trying to hide something, but maybe you're not. Maybe, maybe you're being legit. Oh, yeah. Fuck, I forgot to tell you about this. The NFL Schedule Leaks account. There is an NFL Schedule Leaks account that was created in May of 2022. It got 10,000 followers in a matter of weeks. Actually, less than two weeks. One, one and a half week got 10,000 followers, and this account just tweeted bullshit. Just made up schedule games, and everyone bought it. Everyone bought it. Love that guy. All right, let's get to the playoffs that happened last night. So the Suns and the Mavericks are going to Game 7. The Maple Leafs and the Lightning are going to Game 7. Narrative out of Tampa versus Toronto is that uh, Tampa outplay or Toronto outplayed Tampa, but there were some ref issues. I don't know. I guess that's true, but that's how it goes, man. That's how it goes. Series that closed out last night include the Philadelphia 76ers losing at home in Game 6 to Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat. It was incredibly embarrassing. The final stat lines for for Philly's best players are bad. So Tobias Harris with his huge contract, 14 points. Mm, Okay. Joel Embiid, one of the best players in the world, 20 points, 12 rebounds. Like, okay, Joel is hurt, fine. James Harden, who they traded for and cost $45 million a year, 11 points. 
Shake Milton, if you know who Shake Milton is, I feel bad for you. Actually, that's, that's, that, that's mean. He's a deep, deep, deep bench player for the Sixers. He had 15 points. That's four more than James Harden had. I kind of feel bad for James Harden. I know that there's a there's a playoff James narrative, but man, he got old. Like he just like woke up one day and couldn't play basketball anymore. Danny Green looked like broke his leg. Tyrese Maxey had 20 points, so the Sixers bow out. Jimmy Butler, of course, was on the quadruple doink team for Philly when they uh, almost beat the Raptors, but then Kawhi Leonard had the quadruple doink, and they advanced, and the Raptors ended up winning the NBA playoffs. And, of course, Sixers fans and the Sixers believe that maybe they could have won that year. Jimmy Butler, a notorious hard ass, and he pushes his teammates and sort of in, in, in the vein of a hockey team or a football team. A lot of basketball guys, they don't really do that. Um, so the Sixers opted to sign Tobias Harris to kind of create a – kumboya kind of vibe and make it all right in the world with ben simmons and joel mb because ben simmons was a first overall pick this is what we're building around jimmy butler is going to rock the boat even though he's objectively a better basketball player well it turns out ben was soft and he's a little baby back biatch and he sucks so jimmy butler but jimmy butler's um he didn't forget about it obviously and him and joel Embiid have come up together. He's kind of mentored Joel Embiid a lot, and they're really close friends. Like, they, they love ball. Ball is, li- ball is life. They're kind of mean. They're trolls. They got a real, like, a real working man attitude about them. I love those guys. And so this is what Jimmy said in his post-game interview. It's pulled up right here, courtesy of Benjamin Solak. mentioned the other day that you wanted to win this one so you can have something over Joel Embiid. You just spoke to him. What was that message to him? Um, that I love him. Um, I'm proud of him. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I still wish I was on his team. I definitely... You hear that? Man. Yes, yes, yes. I still wish I was on his team. I definitely love the Miami Heat. Uh, here's something that he, this is what he said on his way to the locker room about uh, the Philadelphia 76ers team building strategy. Tobias Harris over me? Yikes. Well, a lot of off-season uh, stuff to talk about there for the Philadelphia 76ers. Not too bad. I've got other uh, sad playoff stuff. So the St. Louis Blues kicked the shit out of the Minnesota Wild, and they closed out that series in six games. St. Louis is a great playoff team. Minnesota was the uh, favorite team in that series. Um, but they lose in six. They lose at home, forcing a game six, and then they uh, go to St. Louis where they drop. Game number six, the Blues are moving on. Minnesota's disastrous playoff record has become something that's actually not funny anymore. Since October 4th, 2004, I'll bring it up on the screen just for you guys. I'm going to read this tweet courtesy of Matthew Taylor, MN. The Twins are 0-18 in the playoffs. Since 2004, the Vikings are 4-7. They almost won the Super Bowl, and perhaps they should have. Since 2004, the Minnesota Timberwolves are 3-8. and eight. I believe all three of those came this year. And the Minnesota Wild, the state of hockey, are 24-48. and 48. That's a total winning percentage of 277. All four major sports teams in Minneapolis-St. Paul, their combined records are 31-81 and 81 in the playoffs. That is bananas that is positively crazy i feel legitimately bad that sucks a lot and what do you say (sighs) sucks to suck bro i mean i don't know what else to say the oilers beat the kings on the road the kings had a chance to close out that series at home the oilers get themselves a big game 
So we got some uh, big games coming up tonight in the association and in the show. The Rangers are at the Penguins. Their series is hanging by a thread. No news on Sidney Crosby, as far as I know. And the Panthers are heading to Washington, D.C., to close out the Capitals in the association. Game seven, I think. Yes. No, game six. God, it takes so long. What the hell is going on? Game six between Celtics and Bucks is tonight in Milwaukee, as well as game six between Grizzlies and Warriors. That means the home team in both series has a chance to close out uh, tonight. The Grizzlies, remember, they had that crazy game, like one of the biggest ass kickings in the history of professional basketball last time they played, which is hysterical. We'll get you out of here on this. The Iowa athletic director is suggesting that we've got to stop this transfer portal because there's just too much money. Quote, if we can't totally control name, image, and likeness, then let's go back to put a one-year gap on the transfer. You can transfer, and you don't have to lose your scholarship, but you must sit out a year. A booster isn't going to offer a student-athlete a big sum of money if they know they can come to a university and have to sit out a year. Oh, man, are you saying that, like, it sucks to suck? What a loser. Sort of like Brian Kelly being in a recruit's house selling one institution and accepting a seven, what, seven to ten million dollar offer from another school. Fuck off, dude. Give the people their money. There's no amount of NIL deals that's going to help you beat Ohio State. They're going to beat you at NIL. They're going to beat you at recruiting. We'll be back in better than ever on Monday. We'll see what happens in the playoffs this weekend. Like, rate, review, subscribe, etc.